Um, I'm in the same boat. I haven't played live music for so long since my neighbor punched our drummer in the gut. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. <laughs> That's different. That's a story for a later time. Um, I just think that just gets us right into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fan club members, <laughs> uh, effects pedal fans. So we are here in episode four uh, yeah. today. And uh, Vince, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Feel, I mean, actually, I'm you look good. a little sleepy. Dude, I told you, I was like, I was sleepy all day. Like, I, I didn't, I shouldn't really be that sleepy. Like, I, I tend to always, like, mess up my sleep schedule on the weekend and then try and fix it during the week, and it's <laughs> the worst idea <laughs> ever. But I'm uh, naturally a night owl, but my work schedule says I'm otherwise, so. <laughs> yeah, you're always, uh, like, kind of correcting course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, so I, like, I woke up this morning and did a little bit of work, so I had to be up earlier than I'd want to be on a Sunday, but like knocked out my work and then just kind of chilled and took a little nap. And so <laughs> like, it's a beautiful Sunday for me. Uh, that's, that's great. Um, so our, uh, fellow fan club members know it's a funny story. Uh, Vince and I, we went with the family to Hawaii last year. This is a great story. And, uh, to, to kind of recon your wedding coming up, right? Yep. Yep. And, uh, I think it was our first day there and we were like, like jazzed. We're like, oh yeah, what are we going to do? Vince just looks us square in the eye and says, no, today's the day of rest. <laughs> That's right. So we just chilled. Took a lot of pressure off, man. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Um, so we're actually thinking about maybe starting a leisure wear company um, around that day of rest. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. So everything's good for good for you. Any, any news on the in the pedal world, personal pedal world, anything? Uh, no. I mean, I've got... Um couple i'm really really excited about that we'll go over in a future episode once they arrive i've got two on the way oh you actually oh whoa yeah. you have them this isn't on a watch list this no, is they're no. in route no oh, um sick. i mean because i was watching one for a while that i was like you know this is a really good price pedal i should really get this and i waited and it ended up selling and i was like you know what these other two that i'm on the fence about i'm just gonna buy right now <laughs> yeah nice nice that's awesome <laughs> yeah um how yeah. about you man I've got bad news. My pedal board's not working. What? It just died. Is it power supply? No, it's not a power supply. Like all the, everything lights up, everything's fine. Uh-huh. Um but I can't get any anything out of it. Oh, bummer. Yeah, it's it's a real bummer actually. <laughs> I mean, it's it actually is a bummer cuz Yeah. So I've moved on to putting stuff in effects loops, like a little experimental board which I've really been enjoying cuz you know, I've been talking outside of this, like, I really want to simplify everything. I'm in this, like, I'm in the simplifying thing yeah. of, of like kind of the arc right now. And so I'm looking at just like a reverb and maybe a nice analog delay and an effects loop. And, you know, again, I'm just playing in this makeshift band that I get, to, you know, backing tracks, <laughs> backing tracks up every Friday and play at in my basement. But, um, so yeah, there's really nothing driving like the pedal board getting repaired. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I'm not, I haven't, I wasn't able to test out our deep dive pedal at all on the board. I had to try it out just right in front of the amp, which was actually sure. how I stumbled across this really cool thing. But um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing on the horizon right now. I know I texted you last week because Flipside had that vintage Ibanez multi-effects unit. The yeah, M, yeah, yeah. Is it ME300 or ME, MU300 multi-unit? Maybe that's what it is, or ME multi-effects 300, and it has... A stereo chorus, a compressor. I th- 
think that's me. Oh, and it has a well, the big the big huda like you know kind of thing about it is the um, it has a tube screamer. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the tube screamer, like the eight hundred eight circuit before they went to the other foot switch. Yeah, with the real chip that everybody's hyped over and the price is right. Jack Fr- or yeah, Chuck sorry, Chuck French had gone through the pedal, cleaned it up. I mean, it's serviced. It's new, newly serviced. You get the like OG TS TS eight hundred eight tube screamer circuit and chip at like for two hundred fifty bucks, right? Plus a stereo course, plus a compressor. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe it's sold, so I don't have to stress out about it anymore. But I'm like, <laughs> oh man, that's 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 what I've been super stoked about. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, the pedal board's down, and then the one pedal I talked about last episode is on there now, which I can't tell you about. I couldn't tell you about last episode, but it's the Dan Electro um, French toast. It's cool. It's yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited. Yeah. I saw it it when I walked in. I didn't want to mention it yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So that's, (laughs) that's the new pedal that's on there. Um, The reason I got it is it's an octave pedal, an octave fuzz. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I think branded or labeled as a overdrive or just more of a distortion, but it's a fuzz pedal. Okay. And it's a really good octave fuzz. And I've always wanted one. I found one in good condition for like 25 bucks at Gravity Music Gear. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I was like, oh, take this for 25 bucks. Yeah. But it's, I don't know if it's broken, but there's definitely a volume drop when you engage it. Oh. So I got to solve that. Uh-huh. Um, but if you just ignore that little feature, it's a really good pedal for 25 bucks. Sweet. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm and it looks, it looks cool. Um, so yeah, that was the pedal from from last episode that we couldn't really talk about but yeah that's that's the one it's something i've always wanted i've loved that dan electro series yeah and i'm pretty stoked on it right on yeah so we will uh get into our deep dive probably right yeah yeah so, then we'll get into like some cool pedal news yeah 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 we'll, yeah. Right. We'll, yeah we'll swing back around to this but yeah our deep dive pedal today is a pedal that i picked up um a few weeks ago and added to the effects pedal fan club collection and it is the Matoverse inflection point. And uh, Justin, what do you think about the pedal? It's well, it's a great pedal. I mean, I love the color of it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding it in my hand right now, so I, I guess I could go over the controls that I see yeah, right yeah. here. Um, I mean, it's 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 categorized and and sold. I guess um, the species of pedal it is is a modulation pedal, right? So it's it's either tremolo or vibrato. That's selectable by a switch. And then the controls, it's like a kind of a tradition, traditional kind of Hammond enclosure style box, six controls up top, two foot switches, and then a flip switch, and then top mounted jacks, which I really like. Yeah. Uh, the pink color is really, really cool. Um, I love the fact that there's a, a dry wet selection here. It's a red knob which is different than the rest of the aesthetic because the rest of the aesthetic is white, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's yeah, cool, yeah. right? It, uh, it stands out. It stands out for sure. So let's see. If you're going over the top top row here, you've got depth, rate, and space, which I thought was interesting. And then you have a waveform selection, the second row, the dry and wet mix, and then the output, which is also super like super interesting. Yeah. Then you have your you know your traditional kind of pedal bypass but it is a two pedal or a two switch pedal and one of them being tap tempo, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Right. Um, just being able to control modulation with tap tempo. I, I'm always, if you can include it in the pedal, that's great. Yeah. 
So uh, the depth controls, obviously, the depth of the modulation, the effect. Rate controls the speed, which can also be controlled by the tap tempo. Space, I thought was a reverb, right? It, you know, it kind of acts like, I, I don't want to say acts like a reverb, but something like that, because that's what I thought it was too. When I was messing with it, it almost sounded like it was, um, was like a reverb, but it adds this space to a note, basically, right? Yeah, it's. it's uh, I think they use the word resonant on the. Yeah, it. What, yeah. Is it, what does it say on there for space? Uh, add resonant ambience. I mean, maybe we can call it a reverb. Maybe it's like some sort of weird delay, um, but it definitely makes it. it does space yeah yeah no like when you turn up that knob you're like oh it's definitely adding space like you can tell yeah we're going into space for sure um the other thing i thought was cool about it was uh the waveform right so you get like kind of these very angular waveforms on the left side of the knob and then you get more kind of um less angular more slopey type waves on the right side of the knob but then you also get the two random ones which was crazy yeah they're wild they're wild and then i think also is Matt a person, Matt? I, I think so. Yeah. Um, I discovered this pedal before I knew what Mattoverse was. And so I went and looked it up and um, website just talks about Mattoverse was initially um, like a space to combine all everything that like all social media type stuff. And so because he was just a... Uh, like he's been a musician for years and loved creating sounds. Um, uh, okay. So, I, so I think it is just one guy named Matt in his universe. Matt's yeah. Matt's universe. Yeah, pretty much. One of them is he has a pedal company. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So Mattaverse started as like welcome to my Mattaverse before building pedals. I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds really cool, actually. Yeah. No. I like I was Vinceverse, <laughs> Justinverse. Sounds yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. And then obviously Zuckerberg jumped on metaverse. Um, <laughs> I think metaverse is way cooler. Absolutely. And will lead, hopefully like lead to the rise of society where metaverse could potentially contribute to the complete downfall of society. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, um, so then we have the dry wet mix and then the output. Um, so what, what, like my journey with this pedal over the course of the week was really interesting. Because like most modulation pedals, I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw it at the end of the chain. Yeah. And, you know, just dime up, dime the depth, use it as kind of a chorus effect. And I wasn't really getting it from doing that. So then my pedal board broke and I was like, oh, I'm just going to, all I have is another amp that I can put it in front of. So I put it in front of the, the amp, which was cool. But then when I turned on like the gain stage on my amp uh-huh. and I was able to use the output of the metaverse to drive the amp with this kind of cool kind of vibey thing going on uh-huh. with reverb it got so shoegazy and cool i was like this is badass yeah i was stoked so like a lot of times you get a modulation pedal and you're like oh yeah it's got a gain state or it's got some sort of gain on it right right and that definitely helps with the the volume drop because i think with like uh like effects pedal or modulation pedals in general when you engage them, there's maybe like a psychoacoustic thing that happens, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, it's quieter or something." I'm losing my my gain. So a lot of it's it's nice to see that on here, but I've never actually used it to drive an already driving amp. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's uh, cool. Dude. I'm definitely in the same 
you know, boat as you is, uh, I typically put them towards the end of, you know, the pedal chain somewhere. Um, and you're right. I don't think I put that in front of anything, but yeah, because it has an output knob, you could use that to, you put it in front of something, it's going to drive the next game stage. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It was, that was like my happy little accident discovery with my broken pedal board was like, (laughs) oh, let's try some weird kind of modulation, but just crank the gain on it and drive your amp with it. And it was cool. That's awesome. Real cool. And so and by that, your your drive and your gain stage was affected by the, the pedal the entire time, too. Yeah. I don't like, know what the dB boost on this thing is, but like it definitely pushed, you know, a lightly gained amp to start to saturate more. Nice. Yeah. So that was my kind of happy discovery on it. So I love the color. I love the graphics. Oh, um, yeah. The tap tempo is a very, very cool to find on any pedal. Yeah. But the fact that you can drive an already kind of driving gain stage, I was like, this thing's badass. I'm stoked on it. I'm definitely going to have to try that. Because um, for me, uh, a pedal like that, um, I definitely like to experiment and get kind of wild with it sometimes because that's what that pedal allows you to do, especially with the strange waveforms it has on there. Like you can really get into some interesting stuff. But um, that pedal, once you know, I played with it a bunch, and then once I had it in a spot, like I'm a... I love vibrato and chorus so much that like I keep them in the tone. They're an always on pedal um, that stays on clean. And then when I go into my gain stages, like it's on as there too. Um, and that pedal I did, I didn't have like, I'm gonna have to mess with it before the gain stages and see if it like does a cool always on thing there too. Yeah, I'd be interested to see, cause I know what, like we didn't really talk about your board. Has it changed since the beginning? Of the oh, year? um, I mean, it's changed a little bit. Um, I have added a fuzz pedal to the beginning of the circuit. Um, the Chris, Tech 21? No, 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 no. Um, that was the one I was messing with. But the one that's on my board right now is the uh, Walrus Contraband. So it's a single knob fuzz that has just a toggle switch of I like light and heavy or something like that. Um, that... I, I love that fuzz pedal <laughs> and it, it's simplicity, just single knob. Yeah. It's um, just more, it's not a volume thing. It's just more fuzz. Uh huh. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think that's really the only big change that has been made, um, so far. And I have swapped out the Alpine reverb for, um, the tech 21 re- boost reverb. Um, just cause I'm, I've been playing with the, with that a little bit more with the volume boost too. Um, because that one it's, it has the volume boost knob, but it also has like a wet dry knob basically. So like you're, you can go just straight space reverb, but you can also boost it so that it ends up being very, very like loud and full. And it doesn't like lay off the rest of your tone because it's all wet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside of those two, those are, those are my new ones on the board right now. So just, so you have two boosts then, right? Potentially. Yeah. If you have this on your board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have the Mataverse on your board. Yep. It's got a, an output that's maybe like 15 decibel or 10 decibel or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you have the one at the end with yeah. the... the I, te- what's that one called? The Boost Reverb. Boost Reverb, right. Yeah. And Tech I think that one's... Right? Yeah, I think that one's 21 decibel boost. Yeah, that's a big boost. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Like after discovering this little thing... I mean, a lot of people do run... It's funny, like I would consider myself definitely more of a space guitarist 
than like a traditional guitarist, but because all my backing tracks are like blues and rock, I, I, for my Friday night jams, I'm definitely a traditional guitar <laughs> guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just being able to put boosts and reverbs and and like modulations in front of a fuzz or an overdrive and just get that freaking wall of sound. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't play well on Friday nights in my basement, but in a live band setting as a compositional tool, yeah, is badass. Yeah. So stoked on it, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that was a really cool discovery of ours, This the Metaverse thing, because, um, Justin, you, you'd heard of it before. Like, you've heard it, like, spoken on... Yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely... Videos or something like that. Yep, yep. I've heard of Metaverse. I've never had a Metaverse pedal. I've never seen a Metaverse pedal. Yeah. But my understanding of Metaverse was always, like, he just makes, like, the craziest sonic devices. Some that would be arguably not even useful, yeah. but just cool. No, there's, um, I mean... To talk about one of his other pedals, he has a pedal called the Air Trash, and it literally just has a volume knob and then two knobs that just make your guitar make weird noises. And apparently, he had like made this. He was trying to make something and made this, and he's like, "That sounds terrible." And he ended up like playing with it a bunch and liking it. And then every time he's tried to like dial in like a specific thing for the knobs to do or for the pedal to do it he's like no it takes away from like the trash that i was doing before and so it's literally just uh two knobs that don't have names they just have symbols and they just make your guitar make weird noises (laughs) and it's amazing yeah you i mean you you don't think it's useful and then until you get one and it like inspires you to make something else right right you know it opens up a whole new kind of path or or lane for creativity and so like i I encourage people to like, even if he, the air trash, pick it up, try it out. You Absolutely. Know? Right. I mean, that's one of my huge things about trying pedals that are different, um, or like outside my realm of what I would traditionally play, you know, try something that's a little bit wild. Cause it, you know, forces you to think differently. It gets the creative juices flowing. Like it's air trash. Dude, yeah. I, I'm, I, like I said, when I found this pedal, I went and looked it up, and I was like, "What is the air trash pedal?" I looked up. It's just it just makes trash noises. And also, what's interesting about this is like we were looking at the box. This is number eighty-two, so I don't know if Metaverse is making a bunch of pedals. I don't either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you see I'm, some pedal serial numbers, like holy, you know, wow, they made a lot of pedals. Yeah, um, that's cool though. Yeah, Low serial number. This was a reverb find, right? Yeah. I looked up on Reverb to like see what kind of values are and some reviews, and it's there's not a ton out there no, on it, right? There's, there's really not. Um, that was the other reason I was I was glad I found one, and I was like, "Yo, I'm stoked to try this out." And it being a vibe pedal just is even better for me. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, and I love the fact that the LEDs are also pink. Yeah. Now that I look at it, I mean, it's a really good pedal. Um, yeah, and, and he, so this is at your end of your chain right now, right? Uh, actually, no, it is. That is directly after my my dry, uh, gain stages. Oh, so that actually goes before the delay and reverb. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's an interesting spot. Like I always, like right now on my board, is modulation is after delay and reverb on mine. I think, right? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think because it's it's reversed in the loops, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, any anything you want to throw out about it? Before we move on to getting to some news, I mean, just to go check out Metaverse and look at what is available, they are um, extremely wild pedals, and that, but um, 
really, really cool stuff. Like you're not going to try and find a traditional like tube screamer or yeah. drive pedal, but um, like the modulation pedals he does, any um, a lot of them are made for guitar, bass, and uh, synthesizer keyboard. Yeah. Um, so if you're into any of those, like there's he's got some really interesting stuff. That's you should actually, go check it out. Yeah, that's a great shout, Vince. That this isn't just just for guitar. I mean, no. it's definitely. I mean just you know a boost on there or whatever for synth and everything that's that's pretty cool yeah yeah um yeah so i guess we can kind of move into some news um in this week of effects pedals and have you seen anything out there that you want to shout out um nothing too crazy i've been tripping on um way huge a lot and i i mean tripping pun intended george trips but anyways (laughs) (laughs) um you know i've i've got some of the some way huge pedals already but i'm really looking at those um the aquapus the echo puss and like some of those um you know delay pedals that he has i know the aquapus is an analog delay right yeah is the echo puss also an analog delay with just tap tempo no so it... that's the the supapus is like the one with tap tempo yeah, yeah. um and then the echo puss is something that's a little bit different um i don't know if it has reverb on it Hmm. Or, um, I haven't looked a ton into it. I just happened to see one and I wanted to get further into it, but, um, really digging those right now. Like, are those, are those current in the line? Like you get them at a reasonable price or these, are these like early way huge stuff that's super expensive? That's a good question. I don't even know the timeline of them. Cause, um, I mean, I, I guess I, you could guess on like, are they 200 bucks or are they like a thousand bucks? No, yeah. They're, no, they're in, they're a couple hundred. Okay. Um, so they're probably currently in the yeah. line maybe. I mean, the one that. I was telling you that I earlier that I passed up on, I was uh, a way huge echo puss that I was like, that was like a hundred dollars with $10 shipping. And it's like crazy inexpensive compared to every other one I've seen. Yep. And I sat on it for a couple of days and then, I mean, it obviously sold cause that's a crazy good price, but yeah, I'm wondering at that price, if it is a digital delay, right? Cause analog delays are going to be more expensive probably. Than I mean, that. most of them that I've seen are close to the 200 mark. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be analog, but, um, no, I was, um, it's about all I've been, uh, digging into real deep lately. Yeah. I mean, I, like right now, I mean, just when I was getting lunch, I was talking to a guy trying to find, I got turned on to the boss FZ three, like the, oh, yeah, cause yeah. we have the, the new Wazacraft one, but we don't have any of the earlier boss pedals uh-huh. and the three, because they have like, I think they're at five now, FC5 maybe. So FC1, FC2 are pretty pricey. FC3 is out of production, but still attainable. And then four and five, I'm not interested in. And the reason I was interested in the three was, is it's almost a hand-wired pedal, like for a boss, like an early hand-wired pedal. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. So that's what I have my eye on a little bit. I was Mm. pretty stoked on that. I found a good deal on one, but the guy didn't have the box and I'm, kind of into getting the box sure. you know so was a place. Like, you got to get the box so i passed on it um and then what i said with the the ibanez stuff i'm really into old rack units right now like looking on reverb for some racks ever since you know we experienced the memory man deluxe i'm like all about those chips now sure so i found i found this yamaha rack unit that has four of those chips in it oh okay i mean made by Yamaha, but it's like, I talked to the tech and he's like, oh, it's even better than, it's, it's a higher fidelity version of a deluxe memory man made at the same time by Yamaha. 
like kind of a sleeper, right? Yeah. I found it one in Oregon and I was like, that's be cool. Just a rack unit, deluxe memory man. Yeah. Um, Cause the memory man is just so fragile. I don't want to step on it. And like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, just cool rack unit would be sweet um, to put in the effects loop. So I'm into that. But I would think the big news of the week is, especially from my perspective, is MXR just released a new octave pedal that looks real cool. Really? Yeah. It just came out yesterday or two days ago. JHS show launched it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You should check it out. I feel like I saw news on that and just Did hadn't you? watched it yet. So watch the watch that episode of the JHS show for two reasons. Yeah. They walk you through the pedal, which is rad. Yeah, yeah. But the opening jam that the band does uh-huh. is so good. It might be one of their best jams they've ever done. All right. I love it. Um, but you know, it's a it's a cool pedal. I want to get a little more into it because here's here's what it does. It does two octaves up. Okay. And two octaves down. Or just fuzz. Or no fuzz and just octave. Or it can do polyphonics, so chords, uh-huh. or single line stuff. <laughs> right? Wow. I mean, so by the part of me that's like, I get all that in a small little pedal. Yeah. That part of me for a pedal board is stoked. Yeah, yeah. My fear or my trepidation or my concern is that it's not like a, it's maybe all digital, uh-huh. like somehow, like the fact that it can do polyphonic and single lines. And like, I'm fine with digital polyphonic. That's cool. But if there's a way when you go to single line, it just becomes an octave fuzz. Yeah. The digital circuits out. Right. So it's not a DSP thing. It's just analog. Yeah. So I got to look into that, but that one has got me pretty stoked. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I could be into that. It's, yeah. I mean, it's small. <laughs> it's small. You know how, like, I'm always changing my octave fuzz. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe within the next month um, we have a new octave fuzz on the board. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's the that's part on your board where I come in and there's a new pedal in that spot. It, like, nothing else is changing ever. But the octave fuzz spot, like, sometimes there's just an octave pedal to just octave on the drives and then sometimes there's an octave fuzz in there <laughs> yeah it's it's constantly evolving yeah um and if i had more space it would evolve even more yeah. um but whatever so that was like kind of on the news that was pretty stoked yeah and then also i don't know if you saw what that pedal show guys like dan and mick are doing uh recently but they've been like they've evolved their show which probably is one of the best shows on pedals ever um it they're 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 demonstrating pedals in band context oh so like they've done a show on like how to use overdrive in your band they've done a show on how to use delay in your band not how to use but demonstrating ways of overdrive ways to use overdrive not how i should say ways to use overdrive because they're always very good about allowing you the listener the viewer to be like oh that's cool that's how i'm gonna use it yeah right so they've done that they did one on reverbs Uh recently and man, it's just so good the way they're presenting it. Like the show is just, they've like leveled up YouTube big time. Nice. It's so good. I mean, that's, I feel like that's always an important thing. I talked to one of my other friends about um, the idea of, you know, pedals and like, there's so many pedals that I love. And then you wonder about how like practicality of playing live music with each pedal. And it's like, this pedal's awesome and I love playing it. It's like, could I affect like, could I effectively use this in a live setting? What's the practicality of it? And 
that kind of stuff. So that's yeah, awesome. They, I mean, Dan and Mick and Dougie, their drummer, are answering that question every week. It seems like sweet. Yeah, yeah. The one on Reverb was super solid. Um, speaking of live performances, Vince, you're like, I got like, was it last week or the week before? You're like, I got to play live. I got to. You were stoked. Yeah, I mean, so it's been, I mean, years since I've played live music and um and then COVID hit and it'd been it's been you know years since i'd been to a, a live show at all um and then i went to like a a smaller show with um sheena and we like just being in that setting again i was like oh my god i, I love being here i would love to just play my music again um and part of what i love like i like live performances but i love the writing process so much um, that like Zach and I, who made music together for a long time, like we would spend tons of time writing and recording. Cause that's like, I mean, we really like doing it. Um, and then playing live is where we kind of just had fun, but there's a lot of like, I don't know. It, they're like two very different environments. I mean, we were like, we still had fun recording, but it, we were, we were dissecting things and, um, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I would love to go play live music again. Yeah, um, I'm in the same boat. I haven't played live music for so long since my neighbor punched our drummer in the gut. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. That's a story for a later time. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that story. I need to hear that story. Yeah, I and mean, it's better than self-combusting, but still, yeah. it was a bummer. Um, so that was the last time I played live. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but... Speaking of, there's there's a chance I might play live next week, two weeks from now. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, no, different one. Oh, no. There's a, there's a really dive bar down the street from here. Uh-huh. And this like blues band that I go watch sometimes at this other dive bar is hosting in like a blues jam. Uh-huh. And um, I think I might just go sit in one night. That would be really cool. Like February 3rd or something. Oh, sick. Maybe I'll realize my dream of bringing up you know just a simple amp with an effects loop i don't know we'll see right on dude that's exciting <laughs> yeah it's exciting i don't know if it's gonna happen right but we'll see so that's like our that's our progression that's our move towards live music cool but also vince every time you come over you're like you're like oh it seems like you have a new song and your composition stuff is really good so oh, hopefully we can record it somehow and present <laughs> it to the to the to the rest of the fan club i love that <laughs> yeah that'd be sweet. <laughs> so we are um coming up on time for sure yep so quick housekeeping um Find us on Instagram at Effects Pedal Fan Club, and you can tag us, whatever. Share share your boards. We'd love to see them. We, I mean, obviously, that's all we love to talk about is Effects Pedal, yeah, so yeah. we want to see what you're playing. And then sign up for the newsletter, All Signal No Noise, at EffectsPedalFanClub.com. And um, soon, real soon, we're going to be going to the phone lines. Yeah. But not yet. No. Yeah. With our hotline. <laughs> Very excited. All right, well, until next time, this is Justin. This is Vince. And go buy that pedal.